Hello. Um, I'm glad to present the second podcast of this semester, and uh, it is an honor for me to start off with uh, saying that uh, this semester has been pretty interesting, and um, as I did the previous podcast, I talked about the Zoom fatigue, it and um, and how it can implicate uh, stress in our lives as students and uh, other fields of the departments of in the workforce, and you know, and just having the um, the sense of staring at a computer almost all day and every day of the week can be stressful, right? Um, I know that um, now that we're living in a virtual space environment, uh, a lot of things have changed recently. Um, don't we all wish to have uh, in-person, in-person gathering um, activities even uh, in-person learning, uh, go into uh, our jobs uh, in-person. Of course, there's still a lot of in-person jobs, but of course, there's uh, always prerequisites in order to ensure the safety of workers. And uh, But... A lot of people that work in the tech industry and other uh, parts of the workforce like teaching um, are facing with the reality of doing everything remotely, right? And props to our doctors, nurses, uh, emergency responders that are working in person, which is a hands-on experience. Uh, but, you know... But for the rest of us, you know, it's a situation that we are living in in virtual online meeting slash learning slash remote um, work from home can be stressful. Uh, and yeah, don't want to stay on that too much on that topic. I just wanted to recap and um, want to go over how does it feel for me um as a blind student, uh, dealing a little bit with Zoom fatigue, well, of course I can't see the screen, but when there's something visually displayed on um, on the teacher sharing screen, I do have note takers. Just want to make a little note about it. I do have note takers, and um, and it's not like the same as in person because a note taker would describe me what the professor's writing, what uh, drawing she or he has written in order for me to get a sense of an idea of what is written on the board. And unfortunately, uh, I understand that not all professors have the time to do that, being descriptive, because I know we live in an oriented, sighted world. And, um, you know, it's just dealing... Uh, 
the fact you know I have to kind of cope with it and uh, um, my note takers try to describe their sense of of what the professor uh, did in their drawings and I get that info like after class you know I do take my notes I love to take notes but uh, it's kind of handy when when we live in a oriented sided world that you know professors usually do the visual aspect of stuff when it comes to teaching and so yeah it's kind of good to have a note taker but when it's a, a virtual space uh, it, w- it would have you know it would be nice if you know my note taker was beside me <laughs> or somebody uh, to be a little bit descriptive uh, or you know being so descriptive in a way that um, I can um, really get a sense of what is going on right any visual perspective but um that's one of the downsides of being on zoom and and another is like as i stated i know i can't see the screen but you know it is really easy to distract yourself if you know if um you have a lot of background background noise uh, behind you and uh and you know you kind of have your zoom uh meetings uh especially for me that i am in a learning environment it's not easy to cope with that but uh um you know i do what i can to get a place in my home and i usually use my room of course uh but uh i have other uh people that utilize my my place in order to get uh, their stuff um, uh, in a Zoom virtual environment um, on their end as well because uh, my room is the nicest uh, presentable uh, place <laughs> to have a Zoom meeting and I'm not saying that our rooms are not presentable but um, mine is like one of the uh, few uh quietest areas and I have nieces and, and, and some uh, uh, younger siblings and you know it can be a hectic uh, situation if you have small kids uh, in the house right but either ways yeah I wanted to touch uh, like my issues with technology as a blind person so this is like a a zoom slash technology issue in a blind perspective uh, for me um, um, not having the proper accommodations can be frustrating especially if you're not in a in-person face-to-face environment and um, I do what I can um, I know for the moment, uh, for us as blind people, we use a screen reader and a screen reader is a software that uh, that enhances the ability for us to navigate the computer and you can find screen readers on computers, uh, phones, tablets, any, any tech gadget that the sighted world uses, uh, a screen reader is available into that device so of course with computers 
um, there's a basic screen reader and when I mean basic is like the basic task that a that that software can do so it's not truly advanced with a lot of key commands but it's a basic one that uh, every PC comes and every Apple computer has a built-in advanced screen reader and um, and with PCs you have to purchase a really advanced screen reader so uh, that's the downside of it but um, I don't use uh, Macs I use PC and um, but um, but when it comes to this environment of space virtual learning it can be hard on my end because uh, as a blind student as I stated prior everything is mostly veered towards visual and um, I know all most of my professors use some form of uh, PDFs and sometimes these PDF formats can be like screenshots um, I know the text is there but screen readers usually don't read screenshots there is like an advanced feature which is called OCR and it stands for optical uh, character uh, recognition optical character recognition it recognizes a text but um, most of the times it does work but unfortunately some PDF files that are screenshots of a picture of text uh, when a screen reader scans it uh, it sometimes turns out not accurate you know so it can read gibberish and it's kind of hard to to, um, to dissect that information so I have to look for other means to how how to convert that screenshot to another um, format and it can be really stressful so uh, that's one of the frustrations that um as a blind person I face and um, you know another issue is like um, since the screen readers are a power monster of a, of a software they kind of need a lot of RAM and um, it's, an, it's unfortunate for us blind people if like like a regular sighted person they can use an 8 gigabyte uh, RAM computer and and which is the you know the basic I guess and and, and it's capaci capacitive for our needs as students and I understand that it it will vary uh, uh, um, on person's uh, level of how they complete tasks during the school day um, but for us blind people that's an unfortunate an unfortunately scenario because when it comes to screen readers um, it uses uh, the whole ram so for me i'm in a tight economic situation and um my um refurbished computer for right now um it has an 8 gig ram and the screen reader that um that i'm using for that particular laptop um is running slow so the computer's running slow the screen reader makes make matters worse um the screen reader uh just uh restrains the computer in some form to kind of freezes a little bit and that's the the amount of ram that is recommended now for this screen reader is like 16 and so my refurbished is like eight and don't want to feel pity 
don't want you guys to feel pity, but I'm in a tight situation of economic uh, burdens for, for, for quite time. Um, I have to cope uh, of what I'm using, right? And so, unfortunately, as us, as us blind people, we have to spend a little bit more money if we want the best performance for our screen reader too. I mean, yes, it might be the best laptop, but you also have to think about the RAM. And and, and it can vary also in person too, right? Even if, if you are full-sighted and, and you're doing some video editing, you, you want a really good um, RAM storage. And of course, there's always a, a hard drive external hard drive right handy if you need some more storage but yeah that's one of the two main um challenges of technology and being blind especially during the pandemics um during this pandemic um environment that we're living in and so yeah i mean other than that i mean that's one of the few details that i can share with you guys you know um as me being visually impaired i try the best to to make the the workflow to be as smooth as possible that's the only thing i can say and um, i know in a visual perspective the zoom fatigue environment can be stressful but it can be more worse if you're blind and um if most of the stuff is visual visual oriented and of course it will vary uh, in classes uh, but on my end uh, it, it can be frustrating because i know mo some of my classes are visual oriented and um and you know it can be a little bit stressful and um of not getting that full description of what's going on the screen after I get my notes right after at least some of my note takers try the best to describe what it is or what it was said or not what was said but what was presented in a visual um, perspective during classes but you know it's one of the challenges that, that I have to face as a blind student right and um, yeah so you know i feel glad about sharing these experiences and these challenges that i face and you know i hope you kind of get a sense of what i have to go through and um, you know i enjoyed sharing some of my um true uh testimony about you know a little bit about the zoom slash technology uh, kind of issue that I have um, throughout uh, this pandemic and how it really affects, you know, the way I learn in some aspects and the way um, how I uh, receive the information, right? But other than that, I guess that um, I'm not the only one facing um, stress when it comes to this environment of virtual uh online learning you know a lot of people wish that we were we would be in person but um you know hopefully that will be for the near future and um it will get better soon right and um 
yeah, I hope you enjoy this podcast. And uh, I just want to say that uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, hopefully for the final podcast, um, I can uh, uh, share uh, my gratitude towards the Zoo News media department and their support of me as one of the first blind students being in this journalist journalism um, field at Azusa Pacific University and just want to make my final podcast to be grateful and to have that gratitude in my heart to have such an amazing uh, Zoo News staff along my uh, journey of, uh, of education in this field so yeah hopefully we'll catch each other again and you guys can tune in to my podcast my third and final podcast of the semester and um yeah thank you so much to listen of listen thank you so much for listen for listening to um this podcast and i hope you have a great day Thanks.